Hello everybody, good evening and welcome to Cash Cow once again. So today I think it's the first time I'm actually recording on a Thursday night because I'm taking advantage of the fact that Friday is a public holiday in Selangor where I work. Anyway, it's a small sidetrack there and just thought of mentioning that. Let's get into the episode. Now, in light of recent events because of COVID and the lockdown and quarantine, many companies have been detrimentally affected in a financial way and business and all this They've not been able to keep up the usual revenue and stuff like that. So if, keep, if you've kept up with uh, finance or business news lately, you might have read about uh, businesses winding up, going into insolvency, and you might have bumped into a particular term called going concern. Now, going concern is one of the most, and some might say most, important concepts or principles in accounting. So today, let's talk a little about that phrase, going concern. Welcome to Cash Cow, the show where we talk about finance, accounting, investments, and many more. Join us as we walk through the big world of finance, one step at a time. Alright, before we get into the meat and bones of this episode, I just want to quickly say that Cash Cow is on Instagram and TikTok. So if you're on Instagram and TikTok, do give us a follow. On Instagram, it's uh, at CashCow. On TikTok, it's at CashCow Finance. That's C-A-S-H-K-A-W Finance. Do follow us there and check out all the cool stuff. We, we share a lot about um, our podcast episodes and uh, uh, topics that are related to personal finance and great books. So do follow us there. All right, let's get into the episode. So, going concern. Going concern is an accounting term for a company that has the resources needed to continue operating indefinitely until it provides evidence to the contrary. Now, under the going concern assumption, an entity is viewed as continuing in business for the foreseeable future. What essentially this means is that going concern is just saying that the business can operate for the foreseeable future. It's as simple as that. Now, there's a lot of uh, why it's it's such a, you know, why it's a thing in uh, accounting, in, in the world of accounting and finance We'll get into that now. So the term, first thing, we let's define it. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, it's the assumption that an entity is viewed as continuing in business for the foreseeable future. Now that term, foreseeable future, it's not strictly defined anywhere as far as I know, but IAS, the International Accounting Standard, um, deems the foreseeable future uh, to be a period of at least 12 months from the end of the reporting period. So basically, based on that definition, going concern would be the assumption that the entity in question is going to continue business for at least 12 months from the end of their financial year. So now you can see why this is one of the most important principles in accounting. Of course, you won't want any company to be able to foresee doing business for the next 12 months. Now, if there's anything that can affect the foreseeable future of the business, um, if the company is a public listed company or even a Sundaram Berhad or private limited company that is within the confines of being audited, the auditor can undertake, uh, whoever is undertaking the audit, the auditor can raise a red flag and declare that it has concerns with the audited company's going concern. Let me give you an example to make more sense of this. Um, quite recently, while plagued by the financial difficulties caused by COVID-19, AirAsia X, the long-haul budget airline based in Malaysia, and a sister company of AirAsia, 
which is personally one of my favorite companies by the way and not in any small reason due to Mr. Tony Fernandez Tansi Tony Fernandez um uh, this this uh during the recent covid-19 plagues and all this uh the financial difficulties asia x was raised as a red flag and the auditors that are auditing the company Ernst and Young had raised the red flags on its financials now the auditor announced to the stock exchange that there may be significant doubt over the carrier's ability to continue as a going concern in respect to its financial position furthermore aax had triggered the prescribed criteria of practice note 17 pn 17 of the main market listing rules so we'll get into that what is pn 17 this and that um so as you can see here uh ey ernst and young had raised the red flag because they could not see a foreseeable future for ax or asia x because asia x uh the bulk of it was actually long haul flights so there's no domestic flights with asia x i unless i'm really wrong about this but as far as i know asia x has uh, no domestic flights therefore the comp- the auditors did not foresee um it be it being able to continue business for the foreseeable future because as you know covid-19 resulted in a lot of lockdowns and uh, the mco and uh, quarantine so people couldn't travel across broad borders so now i mentioned the word uh, or rather the phrase or the term or the abbreviation pn17 practice note 17 this is something that might come up a lot when discussing any matters related to going concern Now PN17 as I said uh, stands for practice note 17 or the full name is practice note 17/2005 and it's something issued by Bursa Malaysia. Now in general PN17 is kind of a notice um it's kind of uh, uh, uh something issued by Bursa Malaysia for companies that have financial difficulties. So if you're holding a share of uh, Asia and suddenly you hear this PN17 being announced you might start to panic. Now there are several reasons why a company can be declared as falling under this PN17. <clears throat> um firstly, shareholders fund is equal or less than 25% of the total issued and paid up capital of the listed company. Uh or receivers and managers have been appointed to take control of at least 50% of the total assets employed of the listed company on a consolidated basis. Receivers and managers are sort of when the company is going under liquidation or you're selling most of your assets, receivers and managers will come and take over and uh, oversee the selling of sale of your assets and uh, the transfer of the company and whatever you whatever have you uh, depending on the size of your company. Another reason that a company can be declared as PN17 is uh if if there is a winding up of a subsidiary or an associate company which makes up at least 50% of the total assets employed of the listed company on a consolidated basis so if you have a huge uh, subsidiary which takes up more than 50% of your total assets and you wind that subsidiary up that can be a cause for concern now and uh, there's another also another reason that uh, bursa can declare pn17 and uh, is that auditors have expressed adverse or disclaimer opinion on the listed company's um latest auditor accounts otherwise that the final reason um if the company is suspended or ceased all of its or major part of its operations so as you can see here all the reasons that i just listed out are things that would um for most people be a red flag and a sign that something is going wrong with the company or the business or the industry as a whole 
as you can see with Air Asia recently, it's through no fault of the company been affected so negatively by COVID-19. So therefore, the auditors have no choice but to raise this red flag because we don't know what will happen. At least at this current time, we've heard news of the vaccine. But this news, I think, was in July or August or something like that. At that time, we had no foreseeable vaccine and um, we didn't have any clear vision in sight of when this thing would be over. Therefore, that is a red flag and a grounds for PN17. Now, in 2020, um, Bursa Malaysia announced a bunch of relief measures in light of COVID-19 to ensure that companies have enough time to stabilize their finances. For example, they've introduced a relief whereby companies that trigger any of the criteria of PN17 between uh, January 2nd, 2019 and December 31st, 2020 are recorded a longer period of 24 months instead of the existing 12 months to submit their regularization plans to the SC or to the exchange. Now, if I'm not wrong, uh, I think Asia is also eligible for some of these reliefs. They've been uh, given uh, relief measures and uh, a longer period to present their plans to the SC or to the exchange. And the SC and exchange will usually consider further extensions on a case-by-case basis. So why I'm saying that is um, because it's not all gloom and doom. They will not, um, in light of these recent events, they will not just issue a PN17 for all companies that are struggling. They understand the situation. It's not the fault of the company itself or of management or business failure. It's the the whole situation that's going on. So there's a lot of unforeseeable things. So they've given, uh, the government has and Bursa has given uh, some time to stabilize their finances. Anyway, there's a short summary of what going concern is. To recap, it is the ability of the company to continue business for at least 12 months from the end of the financial year. And if there exists any reason to doubt this, then in Malaysia, it can be declared a PN17 if they're listed on Bursa main market. Oh yes, and if they're listed on the ACE market, the ACE market, it can be declared as a GN3. And I just realized that I've never mentioned the words ACE market before on this podcast. I think that sounds like a good episode on its own. Um, The ACE market is, uh, simply speaking, a sponsor-driven market uh, that is designed for companies with high growth prospects. Uh, Usually a lot of startups. It was formerly known as uh, the MESDAQ market, M-E-S-D-A-Q market. And it's usually where startups get listed if they don't have the size or numbers to list on Bursa. But I think that is a very good topic for another episode of Cash Cow. Uh, the ace market because it's not something that people usually talk about and so let's save that for another day i'll have a whole episode on the ace market it might be quite interesting to look at that um all right so that's it for going concern uh thank you for your time for listening as usual do drop your comments and uh, thank you for your time may your assets ever outweigh your liability until next week this was cash cow and for everyone in slango do enjoy your holiday tomorrow and take care, have a great weekend and prepare for Christmas. Good night.